Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 22-year anniversary of the Chess Club. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> so now I'm just sitting here, bored, waiting for you, isn't it? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Two Men, No Hope. Uh, as you always say, please leave stars, like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Do your bit. It helps. Thank you very much. Uh, we have two more listeners this week, and it's also my birthday today. Bit more Happy mellow that time, Jamie. To you. <laughs> Thank you. Was that one? Um... Oh, I can't remember it. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I am thirty-five today. Thirty-five, Dan. Jeez. Yeah, a bit of the few seconds of silence there says it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirty-five. But I'm actually doing something this year with Jamie and Shark coming up. We're yeah, gonna get good, eat steak, go to a comedy club. We'll let everyone know how the comedy. Club I was goes. doing my um, I was doing my uh, tortilla wrap surveys at the weekend, getting ready to slap you with one of them. <laughs> and I, I was thinking to myself, because I was looking for a really big one. I found one in Morrison's, right, and it's like bigger than your head. No way. Like they're proper fucking. And I was thinking to myself, but now I've got to go into the depths of this now. So do you think? It's better to have a small one because you can get a better slap on it because you think it's smaller. Or do you think a big one's better because there's more surface area? But then you think when you're coming round with it, it's going to wrap around the back of your hands. But with a little one, it's going to stay a bit more, you know, rigid. <laughs> you way over thought this, Dan. You way over thought this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Because then if you watch the video with... Um, the Rock and Kevin Hart, like the Rock's face gets like proper red, mm. and hit theirs look a bit average, average, average size, sort of. like fucking what they yeah, call yeah. Mission Palace, whatever they are, the normal ones. But I think myself like because it's like they're like Morrison's own; they're only like a pound. Yeah, but I was thinking if I get a really big one, I can get like full sort of side of face surface. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out. But then I think myself I was like, Jamie's the sort of bastard that's when he's drunk forgets where his hand is and just fucking knocks me out <laughs> I was thinking I could roll it up like a newspaper and just clap you with it <laughs> swap me like a fucking fly with it <laughs> just just as a disclaimer this may be the last episode because if Jamie knocks me the fuck out fuck off I'm doing another one <laughs> I'll come back and I'll just keep my mouth closed because I've no fucking lower teeth <laughs> I'll be sitting at A and E arguing over the podcast, saying that there's no, it's no longer happening. <laughs> You're like, come on, it was an accident. I'll be like, I'm not fucking going on camera like this, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not happening. For the remainder of the episodes, you'll be in a fucking V for Vendetta mask and it, like fucking anonymous sitting there. <laughs> I get one of those ones that like light up like a boy with uke or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. But um. So yeah, that's my week really, analysing fucking on tortilla wraps. That's brilliant. Trying to figure out what's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, my week was cheered up. Um, well, cheered up. Why? What was last week? 
like, as I said last week, because I was so busy all week, I was like, fucking... I oh, felt like I had no time to myself. Had a bit of time all, to yourself. So what happened this weekend is I went... I come in, worked seven hours on the Saturday, <coughs> and then went home on the Sunday early. So I had like loads of time to myself in it. So I like got myself back together. And then the Queen died, which is obviously sad for the Royal Family oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Shout out to the Queen. Shout out Queenie. Hopefully she's Lizzie. back with Philip now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Scotland's going fucking mental. Like on the radio, there's just people crying in the mm. morning. But yeah, no. Um, fuck you, Harry. You slimy ginger fucking prick. <laughs> squeezing your fucking little disgusting fingers back into the family. You cunt. And your dirty bitch of a wife that's hugging everyone, trying to get sympathy. You backstabbing ball bags. Um, miss you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> That was passionate, then. I didn't realise you had that in you. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew he would come back. Months we haven't had to listen to that fucking idiot and his fucking wife. And uh, as soon as she fucking kicks it, that's it. Harry's back. Haven't heard nothing from William or anything like that. No. All Harry. Fucking prick. Well, there's no controversy around William, is it? So there's no point in listening to it. It's yeah, like they're, but like showing, he more, they're showing more coverage as as on Andrew than they did any of the other siblings as well. Oh, did you see him groping his fucking daughter up on camera? Well, I saw it, yeah. I think he was trying to keep his balance, to be fair. Dirty fucking... What, from grabbing her fucking ass? Dirty <laughs> fucking bastard. There was a guy, apparently, in Scotland. Um, the uh, casket was coming down the Royal Mile. Mm. And... The uh It's alright, we can just talk over it. People know you've got a dog, Jamie, it's fine. And um yeah, Andrew was there obviously following the casket and there's this guy yelling at him, calling him a, a dirty fucking predator and yeah, all this I saw sort of that stuff. On the news, yeah. Well, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, actually. yeah. And got arrested. But I like I agree with what the guy's saying. But there's a time and a place. It's not about Andrew. It's about the Queen. No, exactly. It's like shouting at day, someone's funeral, you know I mean? isn't it? Yeah. Hang on. Let me just fucking batter this fucking... But yeah, so... Yeah, it's a sad time. Um, and the Royal Family got their own th- things going on. I saw videos about... Did you see uh, the King's... I'm going to refer to him as the King, even though he's going to be useless. Um, sausage Fingers. Yes. That's me again, man. People have been talking like about it so much that people have taken a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little chipolatas on each fucking. Yeah, people have gone to defend him from his gross balloon hands. What was it to defend? He's got fucking, like, wham fingers. What, what can you say else about that? Oh, because they're trying to say, oh, it's not his fault. It's like he's got a problem with, like, retaining liquid. Oh, this, oh, it's, he's dodgy hands, isn't he? He's the result he of cousins. He ain't the queen, I'll tell you that much. He's the result of first cousins. He's... He's fucking. He's been wanting to be the king for ages, and he's gonna cock it up with old fucking Camilla or whatever her fucking name is. I thought he'd done better than what I was expecting in the in the last couple of days, but I don't really think much of the rules anyway. So I was more happy about getting the Monday off next week. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah, I am too now because I was fucking. I'm gonna be hung over. <laughs> 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 it's going to carry on from Sunday to Monday I'm just going to be fucking wrecked <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I was already off, but now I get the holiday back and that. So, because I'm flying back. Oh yeah, of course. That's alright then. I don't know yet whether they're going to make us use holiday for it. They shouldn't. No, it's bank holiday. But yeah, but bank holidays don't mean shit. They normally take fucking holiday offers. Do they? Yeah, Irish. Irish. Oh, I had something interesting to have this week. So, we're moaning about the government, and I'm not going to go into the government speech again. <laughs> but we're talking about energy prices. Oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own back. So, uh, I'm with an energy company, and I pay, I've pay. i been paying £107 through the summer, right? Mm. And I'm only using 55 So, they're charging me over double what I'm using. Right. And we're supposed to be getting £68 from the government to help us through the winter. Everyone's getting it. There's no... Everyone's getting it. So how much do you think my my gas and electricity went up? In my estimate. (laughs) Don't know. It it went up by £68. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) So not only am I not using all of... They're double charging me. They're also taking the £68 on top of what they were overcharging me. So I was like, I'm not having this. So I rang up, rang them up. I was on the hold for like ten minutes. Got through to a woman, and she's like, "Oh, how can I help you?" And I was like, "I'm not paying this." Mm. And she was like, "Oh," uh, I was like, "How do you make your estimates?" I was like, "Do you just pull them out of thin air?" Oh no, they're done by this and done by that. And I'm like, "No, they're not." I was like, "Because I'm, you're pay, you charging me double the whole summer." And I haven't been using even close to what you've been making me pay. Yeah, so I was like, where are you getting that from? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. Oh, the estimates are done and you're supposed to be in credit. And I'm like, what? Almost £300 in credit. I was like, don't you think I could have used that money through the fucking summer? Oh, that's to help you out through the winter. Help me out through the winter. I was like, I'm not even going to get to what you're charging me now. That credit is going to be a £1,000 by fucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh no no you're going to be using it's you're going to be using that so I long story I'll fuck it I called her a thief told her that they were pocketing my money just to make themselves fucking richer got the whole nine yards I was fuck I was poor this poor woman it wasn't her fault but I was grilling the fuck out of her yeah and she had no leg to stand on so after fifteen minutes of berating this woman she goes to me oh I the most I can take off is fifteen percent you're still paying one hundred and forty pound. And I said, so that's not good enough. I'm not paying that. So she goes, I'll send you to the, the the collector people. Like, if you can't pay your bills, they're the ones you talk to. So I was like, all right then. I'll talk to them then. Went on hold. Woman answered the phone. Explained what was going on. In it wasn't the same woman. Very it? few direct words. No, no, no. It wasn't that. <laughs> and she goes, okay, let me just have a look at your account and I'll be right back. Puts me on hold. And if you're ever angry on a phone call, that's like fucking petrol. Because you think, don't you dare put me on fucking hold. You. <laughs> so she comes back and my face is like, I'm fucking tomato. I'm so angry. And in a very calm, and this woman was um, Indian. So in a very calm and very English way, <laughs> she, her accent disappears. And she goes, oh yes, I can see that you're paying more than a sufficient amount during the uh, this period. And I don't feel it's necessary to put your account up. So you'll be still paying £107 for the winter. And I went, well, that's fucking convenient. Thank you very much. Put the phone down on her. 
<laughs> that money just like that gone. All these people that are just going to be paying whatever they fucking ask you for. Yeah. I had to grill this woman for 20 minutes for it to be gone and now I'm paying £107. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How easy was that? Yeah. That's mental. And I've got £230 in my bank in case I'm a, a dickhead and I'm wrong and I do go over my fucking limit. There's money there to, to cover it. Mm. So get on the phone, people. Get your nans and your granddads on that phone. Do not let them take this fucking bullshit. <laughs> Tell you, that's who they're getting rich off, man. All those old people that are like... That live with the heating on. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh no, I, I can't put my heating on because it's I can't afford it. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> that was the most interesting thing I did on Friday a poor old woman uh, she weren't old she wasn't old I'll take that back poor woman like I'm some sort of fucking OAP basher <laughs> some Indian pensioner just getting absolutely fucking annihilated by you on the phone <laughs> it made me laugh that her fucking accent disappeared when she explained to me that I wasn't have to pay more I thought myself that was a bit weird yeah, well, they're trained, innit? They know what to say. She'll be following a script. But it's fucking mental. Absolute mental. All that to try and make me pay more when they could have just taken it off when I said it. But it's your like estimate, that. right? Like, when you go to a new insurance company, they uh, when you stay with your insurance company more than a year, they'll try it. Every company tries yeah. it. Yeah. We've just got to call it up. Because they... Because if... <coughs> they were. They hope that people won't call, and that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make... The insurance thing pisses me off, because how often are you going to claim on your house insurance? So, you, surely they would want someone to retain their their business? So, why put it up? Does not make any sense? Oh, you're not using it. Just keep it the way it is. Because there'll be people, when they put it up, they would just continue with that. They, were, they won't put for My granddad did that. He was paying fucking loads for his home insurance. And we didn't know. Yeah. So we changed that when he came up. But, yes. Anyway. So, yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed that. That's a win, right? That's not... Uh, the government thing, I agree, was fucking boring as fuck. But that was a win. That's like a Dan versus the world and Dan won. One nil to Dan. And Dan won. Yeah. Dan doesn't get many wins, but you got that fucking one. I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> I come off the phone, I was like the big man. I was walking Dan. around. <laughs> I was walking around, turning taps off, switching my electricity plugs off. I'm like, fuck you, you fucking... Yeah, make myself a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make it a new segment where you called up providers, isn't it? And just say, no, I'm not fucking <laughs> Just grill the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Next one will be my fucking cat insurance. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got a couple emails in. Thank fuck. Uh, one one literally came in, what an hour ago before we started recording. Yeah, did I did hour? I not say? I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't say I told you so, Dan. And we're not even allowed to say his name to thank him. <laughs> but when we read out his email, we will thank him. <laughs> I realised as well how boring our our episodes are with like little emails to come in. Oh really? Like episode twenty one was was rough to get through on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need people writing in that's why we need yeah 
Even though ideas, it doesn't need to be a question, just ideas yeah. for the show. It could be an idea for a game or whatever. Just, uh, oh, mate. Um, right. Man, I, I wish in every episode you could see me getting better at reading things out, but I think I get worse as every episode goes on. <laughs> I don't think anyone takes it away from me, Dan. If, if I was reading it, it, would, it wouldn't be worth listening to. Well... The worst one's the bit at the end with the bands because they like to use words I've never seen written down before. <laughs> and it really throws me off. You know, do you never get that? Like, you're reading something and you look at it and you think to yourself, what the fuck is that? And then someone says it out loud and you're like, is that how that's written? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a word. That happened with me with the word chav, is it? I thought when every everywhere that I saw it on the newspapers and that I thought the word chav was chav, so I was calling it chav. And everyone, I was at school when <laughs> the word chav come out, and everyone was like, "What's a chav?" And I was like, "Council House and Violent, yeah." And then they were like, "Yeah, yeah. that's a chav, mate." And I was, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> it hasn't even got an R oh, in man. it, so I don't know where I got that from. Language. It's hard stuff. Right. So, Ed, Eddie, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Uh, he says, your your advice for street cones was second to none. Yeah, I think that last minute um, RC car idea was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does it, but that is trolling. Um, and he says, I wanted to know what you do... In my pl- what I would we would do in this situation. So he says, typical Monday. I've started an argument with the other half, and was late for work. And I've also fallen out with my mate because I told him he was a lazy cunt. And he says, sorry for the language. Don't worry. We 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 say worse things on the podcast, so you're right. So he says, how do I come back from this? <clears throat> the wife put my keys back somewhere I didn't leave them, so I just overreacted with that one. Uh, I know you know what it's like when the other half cleans up the gaff. I haven't heard the word gaff in ages. No, never have I. <laughs> no, no, I love it though. It's such a cool word, isn't it? Gaff. It's such um, a British word, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, and then he says, "And my mate is a lazy cunt, but he's my mate. I find it hard not to tell him about himself when I'm in a bad head state. What uh, would you do? Shall I apologise to everyone?" Have you guys fell out over work? And he says your brother from another mother, which is also an English thing to say. Um, the wife thing, or the the other half thing, yeah, just apologise. Fucking get that out of the way. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's something I do on a daily basis. Life is easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Life is easier. Just fucking apologise for that one. That's easy as fuck. I could spend two hours accusing Charlotte of moving something in the cupboard. And it's right in front of me. Like literally, as you open the door, it's sitting where I left it. But I'm like, I can't see it because like I'm blind to it. Fucking oh yeah, weird. I do that all the time. Yeah, but when you live with like someone like that, you do grind each other because you're used to doing things your way when you're alone. Mm. And then, so she's moved your keys because she thinks it's neater or makes more sense. But you put it down when you walked in the house, and you expect that's where it is when you come back. Yeah. Like when I get so, home from um, work, because I wear these hats all the time. When I get home from work, I whack everything. I put my my safety glasses, my 
like lanyard, my keys, my phone, not my phone, my um, phone charger, and my um, wallet, all in the hat. I leave it on the uh, table. And if I come down at mm-hmm. five in the morning and Sharks put that my hat away, there's only three places it could be, but it still ensues chaos one <laughs> five in the morning. <laughs> I couldn't imagine it, man. Seriously, I couldn't imagine it. <laughs> Living with... Oh, no. <clears throat> Lucky for me, I think my ex didn't really do anything like that. Yeah. So the house wasn't, you know, in any sort of order, which was better <laughs> for my brain. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> it's what it is, isn't it? Um, I was thinking about this as well because it made me laugh. Um, did you watch the show that's on Netflix? Um, is it Frankie and, Frankie and Grace? Oh, I watched a little bit, yeah. Watched about two seasons of it. That was really funny. But um so there was a situation in that. So the gist of the show is it's about two women that are like couple friends and then their partners break up because they want to be gay together and then they end up living together. Mm. But one of the one of the females is obviously a bit more in your face and angry and the other one's a hippie, but she goes back to her the house because she's moved out to get her stuff. And she's going through the closet and she finds this box full of all the jewellery that she loves. Like all of her favourite jewellery. And um, she brings out the, this big box because they're quite well well off. And she brings it to him and she's like, what the fuck is all this? And he's like, oh, that's my apology box. And she's like, what? And he goes, oh, well, I realised early on that when we had an argument, it was quicker to get it resolved to just buy you the jewellery that you like. So in anticipation, I just bought a lot of it and kept it in the house. <laughs> So whenever we had an argument, I could just pull out you know, the jewellery and give it to you and it would all be resolved. Mate, that's fucking genius. <laughs> so good, isn't it? Mate, if I had the money, I she would was have really annoyed. apology boxes in every room. I'll just start throwing stuff at Charlotte every time I've pissed her off. I couldn't believe it. It's a genius. I've never thought of something like that, but it's just so simple. And you do. like. I remember when I was with my ex, I shaved my beard. I went and bought her flowers. Because it was really itching the fuck out of me. So I shaved it quite short. Mm. So I went and bought her flowers to apologise for shaving my own beard. Fucking hell, Dan. That's fucking... <laughs> yeah, but it saved the argument later. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you're doing. You're just trying to stop the argument coming. Every time Charlotte, every time I ask so, Charlotte, what's wrong? And she goes, there's nothing wrong. That's when I'll just go and reach into the box. And I'll just pull something out. And I'll just leave it on the table <laughs> quietly and walk away. Wait for it to come over. Just to make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of the time, if we always make jokes now, like if I'm, say like if we're doing this, and let's say it's like half seven at night, and I know if she's waiting for me to eat or something, I'll tell her just go and mm. eat your dinner, because otherwise she'll be pure angry by the time we've finished and done whatever we're doing. Or yeah. if I'm like picking up Rocco on the way home, I know it'll be too late for her to eat and all this stuff. So then it's like, I know just to put food her way to stop the hangriness. And then if that um, <laughs> will keep her on an even keel before I get home. Isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. The things you do for a quiet life. Is that, that's exactly my point. Just apologize for the, say it was early morning and you were stressed out. You're running late and, uh, that's just life, isn't it? Living with someone else. Yeah, I hope you apologised already for that because that's just a simple. Well, it yeah, should yeah. be a simple fix. That'd have been a text when you got to work. The um the friend one was interesting to me because 
to me, if they're good mates, you get that. You know what I mean? Like they always say that, like, oh, if it's a good mate, you should never have to apologize for whatever you say or whatever you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then calling someone a lazy cunt is quite an abrupt. <laughs> That's definitely something that would come out mine. Man. I would definitely. And say mine as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from but from a place of love, Jamie. From a place of love. <laughs> But um, <laughs> it depends how badly. I to me, it's like if I've talked to you, mm. and because we just we're quite abrupt when we talk, and I went, "Oh, you're such a lazy fucking cunt," and then I'll we be stopped like, more, like you, Dan, the phone so call ended or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd I'd go, I'd sit back and I'd be like, "That's quite a shitty thing," that, and I'll message you and I'll be like, "Yeah, oh, you know, sorry." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it depends on the situation. I think it depends who it is as well. Like I've, like I've worked with people in the past where I am close friends with them, well, close-ish friends with them. Like they're in my friendship group, I would say. But I would, they used to piss me off, innit? it? And I, I couldn't help but getting pissed off by them when I worked with them. So then I'd just be like, oh, I would come in and I'd just start on them. Say if I was mm. on the later shift and they were on the early shift, I'd just walk in the door and I'd just be like, what the fuck have you done today? You're fucking lazy. And I'll start a row, knowing full well that they would have to take that bullshit off me <laughs> because I wasn't going to apologise until I was drunk two <laughs> weeks later. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, yeah, the, the drunk, yeah. Um, but with me and you, we've always had a different dynamic. I don't... I've come in and I've been moody in the mornings, but it's never directed at you. It's always just because I'm a moody arsehole in the morning. Do you know what I mean? I think when your mate's long enough, you can sort of tell when things are going on. Mm. You know when to like back off. or. But then there's that thing as well, like your mate's there that if you are having a bad day, you can just like explode at them. Mm. And you know, they'll take it. Do that run. Then... Get it out of your system. Yeah, yeah. And then it's done. So it really depends on the. So I'm trying to get the email back up. So I can have a look. Depends if. Yeah, it's just if he's like if he's sensitive, because some people can be like little bitches about stuff like that. If they get sworn at, there's a few people I know. If they get sworn at, even by, like a casual swear word, if you're like, oh fuck off or something like that, they take real offence to that. So it all depends on the person. I take no offence. Yeah, at all I was gonna that. say yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. But yeah, like, see, he hasn't given us enough content. Like, like I would consider myself a lazy cunt, but then I try. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You go I've got more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to. Um, my list gets longer and longer until it like crushes me mentally, and mm. then I have to deal with some of the issues on the list. But um, yeah, it really depends. Like, yeah, like you say, if you're working with someone. And they think they can either take the piss or something like that. Then there's that. They should know you have to talk to them that way to try and get them to like motivate them. Yeah. But if, but yeah, if you just come at me and said like you're a lazy cunt, yeah, I'll, I'd come back at you. <laughs> That'd be a full out war, Jamie. Flat out war. Man, it's lucky we don't work together no more. Well, well, to be honest, I once I got out of management, I didn't. My chain, my like thought process towards work especially is completely different if someone's lazy I just don't really give a fuck at all (laughs) 
It depends if it affects me. Yeah, if, then if, I get unless it affects off. me, I'm not that bothered. Mm. Um, I think you need to look at it in context. I think um, if you're, like you said, you're in a bad headspace, um, and he's the guy that you go to take him out, uh, take it out on. I think that's because you know that he can sort of take it. He probably knows he's to me. Guy to you as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think you don't have to apologize, but then I think to myself, like, you can just. I mean, it's an apology. It's not a and just say, oh, I've got things going on. I was having a bad morning, and you just got the brunt of it. But I know you could take it. Mm. That sort of balances it out because you're saying that you know he's a tough sort of friend. And that you're doing it out of, you know what I mean? I mean it doesn't but have if, to be, if he's like just woken up, it doesn't have to be a big thing either. No, because like the other day when you were messaging me, and then I didn't reply for ages. I just said, "Oh, sorry, mate. I've been working or whatever." I'm not like yeah, and I just assume making me. a big deal out of it. I'm just saying, "Oh, that's why I'm not replying to you." So it's a similar situation, but explain yourself to him. Yeah. But if you pulled up at work. And you're pissed off because your missus moved your keys and he's asleep and you just got your phone out and was like, you're such a fucking lazy cunt. That's not a message to wake up to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's like, if I got messaging that, I'd be like, what the fuck is he yelling at me for, that stupid prick? I fucking... <laughs> Blocked. But, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, fucking... You'll get a voice message just going, like that one I did about Harry. You fucking stupid prick. You fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what did you call him a ginger slimy something prick oh, I don't know it was all in a, a moment of passion Jamie you have to listen back to it <laughs> I'll talk about listening back I listened back Dan to the old Paddy Pimlet Paddy Gimlet situation oh yeah it was me that said Paddy Pimlet and you said Paddy Gimlet no it was not it fucking well wasn't I to it. it was not I swear to fuck it was not you actually corrected me I said Paddy Pimlet and then you corrected me saying it was Paddy Pimlet uh, Paddy Gimlet I mean nah I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go back <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and check it now I'm gonna put because I don't believe you that doesn't sound like I'm gonna put the like... clip in this episode <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh because that came up when I was editing and I said to my, I said out loud I was like I'm not putting this in the YouTube so I, <laughs> I was like no I'm not gonna <laughs> left it out I forgot to put it in the last episode but I, I did listen back and I heard it makes me laugh did you see that whole stuff with oh uh, just to round off that email yeah apologise to both I think we both agreed yeah Yeah, 100% yeah apologise just be yeah, yeah. It, it's not a big deal mate it's no. not a big deal Monday's a Monday isn't it yeah Monday blues suck definitely so yeah I'm not to be fucking trifled with but yeah so did you see, um, do you remember in like episode one or two, we were talking about that little um, Arab guy, uh, what's his name? The one that's always like fighting people, he's like, oh, he's Hasbula. got like dwarfism. Hasbula, yeah. Did you see the whole thing between him and McGregor? <laughs> yeah, on Twitter they're going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> he called him a fucking gimp. That made my day, seriously, that was the best thing I'd read like all day. I was like, <laughs> Conor McGregor calls him a gimp. I was like, beautiful. Little Russian guy, innit? Did you see the video of him, like, punching fucking Shaq? No, I didn't see that. I'm sure they were, like, on a boat or something, and he's, like, 
standing like on the side of the boat, like hitting him, and he's just laughing it off. Why do people just laugh it off? Just slap the fucking guy off the boat. He's eighteen. He's funny. And I, you know, as soon as I found out his age, I'd be like, right, overboard. Me and Scott agreed that putting him and McGregor in a fucking octagon sort of thing would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and McGregor would actually kick the shit out of him like he doesn't give a fuck. But he's a grown man. Like, if anyone takes offence at me saying about slapping the guy off the boat, he's a grown man yeah. who's decided that it was funny to just punch everyone in the face because that's how he got famous. No, nah, it doesn't work that way, mate. It doesn't work that way. I really don't... Um understand how he's more famous than me dan i'm funnier than that cunt, and he's more famous than me well you don't speak really high pitched i think that's what that's the gimmick he's got like he's on helium yeah i wish i was a midget man i feel as though i could i could make moves if i was a midget <laughs> <laughs> i wish i was a midget but my penis stayed the same length oh mate that's what that little do you know the guy that played mini me apparently his penis was like a fucking rocket and he was uh Oh mate, that, that broke my heart when he passed away. I had I think like a month before just discovered his YouTube. Oh really? And it was fucking brilliant. Absolutely fucking brilliant. He showed his little cars, he did cooking videos, he opened fan mail, it was it was a fucking quality uh YouTube video. Uh, How YouTube did he channel. die a heart attack? And then uh, alcohol. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, he was a massive alcoholic, and he just went off the wagon, and I think it was alcohol poisoning. Fucking hell, I suppose when you're Killed that little. Gutted. Gutted. Seriously, the nicest fucking bloke. It reminded me of him, that's why I brought him up, because I saw him yesterday in, I watched that um, Woodstock 99 on Netflix. Oh yeah. Mate, that was fucking carnage. You need to watch that, innit? What, and he was there? He was there, yeah, he introduced um, Limp Biscuit. Oh, I love the Limp Bizkit video of him on the guy's shoulders, isn't it? Is he on someone's shoulders? Uh, you don't see it in the documentary, but you just see he introduced Limp Bizkit and he, he's there on the side of the stage just, like, nodding away. But Limp Bizkit, like, ignited all the carnage that happened that weekend. <laughs> I have to, I did see that on Netflix. I got to it's unbelievable. It. I thought it was just like, oh, they started trashing the place. It was unreal what happened. It was fucking mad. And now you think about all those hippies. Saying about TV shows, man, have you watched Yellowstone yet? Huh? Have you watched Yellowstone yet? No, no. I'm fucking obsessed. Greatest fucking TV show I've seen in a long time. (laughs) Seriously, man, there hasn't been a good cowboy show in fucking ages, and this is absolutely on point. See, this is where you're going to hate me, Dan, because... Cowboys are almost exactly the same hatred I have towards them as I do the Egyptians. I just <laughs> fuck you, man. I've been looking at fucking cowboy boots for the last week. Oh, Dan, I knew you'd do something impulsive Stone. like that. I've come up and you're wearing fucking. I, I, I haven't yet because we're going out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no flashy red ones like the fucking How I Met Your Mother. I just want nice leather, a bit of stitching. You know what I mean? Classy. I'll turn up and you got them I'll things up. that are at the back of the... What are they called? Where they they ching. Them fucking oh, things. um... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. How bad is it that I don't know them when I'm watching a fucking cowboy TV show? <laughs> it's to kick Spurs. the horses, isn't it? Spurs, yeah. 
Yeah, they don't. Yeah, because it's fucking cruel. No, it's so good. It's like because it's like modern day. It's not. They are cowboys, but they're like ranchers. So it's like there's the family's chaos. It's just about them trying to keep the the land. Mm. So there's people getting killed. There's women and all that stuff. And then you see the ranchers. They live on the ranch, and they like work there and everything like that. And they just have a good. It's, oh man, it's such a good fucking show. Such a good show. Really good balance of like seeing how they do life to life and then obviously all the chaos that comes with it see i am i am probably going to end up watching it but it takes me a long time to get into something like that oh now first episode man i guarantee it i guarantee it first episode you'll watch it and you'll be like this is fucking brilliant at the minute i've got too much going on i've got so many programs i'm watching yeah i know i started this one and now it's overtaken i managed to do the first season friday like in one go fucking hell yeah, I know. Seriously, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so good. Have you watched From yet? But, um, I bet you still ain't watched From, have you? No, because this has come along. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, after I've pitched Yellowstone to everyone. By the way, if you've watched Yellowstone and you agree with me, email in so I can send it to Jamie. Get Jamie to watch it. If I get bombarded with Yellowstone <laughs> fucking videos. <laughs> People reenacting so scenes or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've got this next gentleman. He wants to stay anonymous. Um, my brain's already gone. What? Why, what was I talking about earlier? Oh, we. He literally emailed in an hour before we did this episode. So massive thank you because I I, I like emails. Makes my day. And this one came in just in time for this episode, so I even appreciate it even more. So he starts, he says, I've listened to you guys since episode two, and I enjoy the show. If anything, we would like to see more episodes, even if it's like a one-off bonus episode. But know how busy people are, it's hard to fit in. So we've discussed this before. We would love to do maybe two episodes a week. But Jamie does long hours and because he's doing one editing and I'm doing the other one, it's trying to it's more the editing. get it all done. Getting the recording yeah, done, it is more the, easier, yeah. but it's the editing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was saying today how much I fucking hate editing. Um, <laughs> at the minute, we're still... Um, the emails are coming in enough for one episode. I think if it got to the point where we were getting, I don't know, like 10 plus emails a week, we would do more. But at the minute, yeah, I mean, one one episode. It could enough. be a potential in the future if we decided we want to get more guests on and stuff. We could do the odd, like bonus episode with a guest, or whatever, and just place that in the yeah, for sure. What we do, but we've not really thought gone down that road yet. So no, no. But we appreciate the uh, wanting to hear more of us. I would love, like I said, I would love to do more because. These like hour or so we do these make my week, uh, but at the minute it's not possible. So sessions. We'll, we'll, yeah, but we'll get to it. Um, he says he says he suffers from bad anxiety, and hearing us two blokes mention our thoughts on certain situation helps him a lot. So thank you. I go through anxiety. I've got terrible anxiety, and I think Jamie does too. Yep. So um, welcome to the group, man. We're glad we help you out, and uh. We hope you've got more questions or anything. Just email in if it needs to make you feel better. We're happy to help. 
the anxiety family, Jamie. Anxiety is a mad one as well because I didn't realise I had any issues until COVID. Till I was locked in, I didn't realise that oh, I you had realize issues going fucking... back out. <laughs> I have stuff like um, I'm fine, and then I'll go to like a restaurant. And then just the thought of like everyone hearing my conversation or anything yeah, like that, yeah, like yeah. I'll just start sweating. Start freaking you know I mean? out. So it's mad. Yeah, yeah. So if we're helping you with even the little bit with that, man, like that's what we're here for. Mm. Um, so his question is he wants to know what we do in his shoes. So he says, I feel like I'm stuck in the dreaded friend zone with my friend Bob. No, I can't do this a woman. <laughs> That's really mean. <laughs> um, Cassandra, try and remember that one, Jamie. Uh, she and I have been friends since university and are now part of a house share. She doesn't seem to have any male friends around lately and we seem to be spending more time together. She's always had boyfriends in the past so I never let my feeling known and just got on with life. But it's been around a month now and she's watching TV shows in my room and we hang out in bed as we do. So we're cooking the same meals together, generally doing things like that. And I would, and I would consider something she's doing would be for boyfriends. Am I overthinking it? Am I friend zoned? Is there any way out of it? Oh, I missed a bit. And they hug in bed together. So when they're watching films, they like hug, like cuddle. Um, I've been in this situation and it annoys me so much when this happens because and it's purely the fact that he said that she's always got had a boyfriend yeah that I picked up on it so she's doing this because she hasn't got a boyfriend and she's lonely so that's why and you live together so she's coming in because as soon as she met someone else that would completely stop yeah and it'll go back to cold, my head it'll go back to cold friendship again yeah, and um, it makes me laugh because I can't remember the guy I saw it on on a TikTok, and he said um, women will never know what true loneliness is because they can always turn and there'll be a guy there, and that's not like a sexual thing. That's like it doesn't matter what you look like or anything like that. There's always going to be a guy that you know or you can go to that will be there. But a guy, unless he's attractive in some way. He could be completely isolated. A girl wouldn't even speak to him. And that's what creates all them incels and all that shit. And that's why they commit suicide. Yeah, and they go mental and depression and all that sort of stuff. And I'm not like I said, it's not a sexual thing. It's like a loneliness. Yeah. And until you realise that, like I've I've known girls, long, loads of girls that have come to me and like they want to hug and stuff like that, and you sort of get it in your head. Oh, is there something here? Is she doing that because she likes me? And then just like that, fucking gone. Like you were just filling. I'm not like I'm. I'm putting that woman in like a box that I've been in. She could be. But what I read there is exactly what has happened to me. The way as soon the way as someone I'm else comes along is if she's doing all this and it's been like a month, and she's not made any move at all. She's leading you on. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Like I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. But I would have already made the move by then and fucked everything up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. so would I. Yeah, yeah. But then it's hard because he's living with her, right? 
It is difficult because house if you're in a house share, share it's going to be hard to get another house share. Yeah. Cause obviously can't yeah, because if you make then. the move and it fucks up and then it's really awkward. Mm. But I would 90% put money on the fact that she's doing it because there isn't anyone else around. Yeah. Which is a really disgusting thing to say and assume. But that's just from my experience. And we could be totally wrong. It could be that she's nervous herself and wants to make the move, but she's not willing to do it. I think the only way you're going to find out is I having a candid conversation with her. Yeah. And saying I'm developing feelings. The fact that she's coming to your bedroom is like crossing a line to me. Yeah, it is, yeah. Absolutely. But like, I've done that. There was a girl... That I thought was 100% interested in me. Like, we'd gone out for drinks. She'd said hints and things like, oh, she would date me and things like this. And then, so I decided to message her and say, oh, you know, I I have feelings for you, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, no, I I just want to be friends. And then, like, a week later, she was with someone else. And then we didn't speak anymore. So that's what you've got to decide, whether you want to make that move. There was... Do you know a way out of the friend zone? Because there isn't one. Is I don't. I've never discovered every every friend that I've seen sit zone. in the friend zone. I've never got out of it. They're no. like once you're in that box. There's like rom coms and stuff where you see people come out of it, but that's a fucking movie. Do you know what I mean, in real life, I don't. Yeah, think they it's, do like uh, feasible. No, they do like unrealistically romantic things to try and get out of it. Mm. But a normal person wouldn't do that. If you went out to someone. And they were like, oh, no, I just see you as friends. You'd be like, okay, you just move on, wouldn't you? Yeah. I have a friend that's known. He's known for it. He goes in. He tells me in week two or three, he's like, oh, I'm in love with this girl. Well, not in love. I really like this girl. I just met up with her. He's met her on Tinder or whatever. And then by the next time I see him, say if I see him six weeks later, He's, oh, we're going out, we're friends now. I go out with her and her mates. I'm like, you're not friends, bruv. I said, she didn't want to reject you. So now she's in a weird situation where you're hanging around. And (laughs) you're not really friends. She's just like, doesn't want to upset you. She didn't want to reject you. So now she wants to be friends with you. And a lot of girls think, oh, it's okay to do that. But just reject the boy. So then he knows where he stands. Do you know what I mean? Because if they're in the yeah. friend zone, they're going to oh, spend yeah. the next five years thinking they're going to get on with you, eventually. Yeah. And they'll watch you be with all these boys, like... and uh, yeah. not say a word, and then think it, one time it will be their turn, and they will fall in love and all this shit, and it never happens. Don't work. No, no, it doesn't. I see him go for um, years. It's a hard thing. I feel for you because you can. Especially with the anxiety and things like that. You you think to yourself, oh, it could, you do this, you do that. And you're just putting off the inevitable. Mm. You're, get, you're digging yourself deeper by letting a hug and things like that. So I think for peace of mind, the best thing, yeah, would be to ask her. Just to say, I'm happy to watch films and stuff with you, but I'm feeling things that are going to eventually... Make it uncomfortable if you don't feel the same way. Yeah, and like he's gone, he's known her for a few years by the sounds of it, or months or whatever, however long since the university, whenever that was. So he's been 
the friend during that time. So it's not going to be too difficult for you, for you to then say like this is how I feel. And then he, if she said if she rejects you, then you could just go back to being friends and just carry on that way. Mm-hmm. But then just have your guard up and say when she wants to come into the bedroom, hug you and watch TV or whatever. Just be like, oh no, we'll go and sit in the living room and we'll do this, we'll do that, and just like create like a boundary. Otherwise, she'll carry yeah. on doing it. She'll tell you no, and then she'll want to carry on the same way and keep leading yeah, you on. Yeah, because at the minute she's getting. She's getting something she wants. She's not feeling lonely because she can come into your room. Yeah. She's getting the best of both worlds. I would be fucking rock solid. <laughs> First fucking time. She's coming <laughs> She's coming to watch the film and she's gone for a hug. <laughs> fucking, you'll be able to see the fucking screen, mate. It'd be like someone standing up in front of the movie theatre. That's what it'd be like. She would know. No, the thing is, away. I'm such a nutcase, Dan. That I, I would never have got to this point because I, I would be like, two. I would meet up with them two or three times. If I haven't kissed them, I'll be like, "Do you not like me?" And then they'll be like, uh, "Yes or no." And if they say no, okay, blocked. Bye. See you later. And then I'll just move on. And like, yeah. if it, if even if it's a situation where, obviously, I was never allowed to go to university because I was a little cunt when I was a child, but. When I <laughs> when I um have been in situations like when I was at school and obviously you're gonna still see that girl every day or at college I would still treat it the same way. I would be like, Right, do you like me or not? We've like met up three times or we've like watched T V together three times and hugged and all this stuff. Do you like me or not? And if she says no, then I'd be like, Okay. End of it. Yeah. Absolutely. We said before, I think it was like episode two or three, like life's too short, especially through COVID. Oh, 100%. There's other people out there, man. Like if she's going to keep doing that, that's stopping you from moving on. And it's just going to get you hurt. So uh, nip it in the bud, man. Come on. I know it hurts. The anxiety fucking sucks. Just like a fucking band-aid is my advice. The, the guy that's done it way too many times and waited too long is telling you to fucking rip it off. <laughs> and you sound like a good yeah, guy yeah. I think only good guys go through this do you know what I mean so just take yeah, a yeah because a fucking sneeze ball like me and Jamie would be like hand on titty in the first fucking night Yeah, I would have ruined the relationship <laughs> I would have totally ruined the friendship yeah. within, within 20 minutes of a movie I swear I could never live with a woman never never no, unless I'm like dating them obviously I could do that way I meant like friends, not a chance. That one fucking time when you're doing the washing and you pull out a pair of her fucking underwear, I'll be like, nah, I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it would take for me is a couple of beers. A few beers and stuff, I'll be like, oh, right, okay. If I was there's a single that, guy. There's that situation, right, where you assume if you're both single and you're both living in the same house, you'd be banging. That's, that's, that's my way my brain works. Why not? They're just taking advantage of a situation. See it all the time, but, though. Like you know what I'm like for trashy, uh, trashy um, reality shows, and like I watch all Geordie Shore, Florabama Shore. I watch all the Shores, yeah, Jersey Shore. Yeah, and like a lot of them don't hook up. A lot, some of them do, but a lot of them go through the whole like ten years of knowing each other and don't hook up. So it does work for people, but. I don't I know. I think it's your, your mindset. Mm. Yeah, no, I, don't, I just... Um, 
especially when you live with someone, you get that sort of, con- well, <laughs> I've only lived with guys and I don't think I speak to any of them that I lived with before. But, um, yeah, you get like a connection, right? It's like living, especially with like a woman, because you're supposed to, it's nature, well, I'm going to say nature, but it's not anymore, but like a man and woman lives together, they coincide, right? Mm. So you just start feeling those feelings, even though you're not together. I, I, people, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how. Could you imagine sitting at home, you're watching TV, and then your housemate comes home with a bloke, and then you can hear him banging upstairs? <laughs> I'd struggle, mate. I, I would struggle, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd have to go sit in my car and watch my phone. It wouldn't happen. No. Nah. The thing is, like, Charlotte's brother, he... he um used to have lodgers for years before he's got a baby he's got a baby and a missus now but before that he had lodgers for years and he had a friend a female friend live with him and it's just never a line that either of them crossed and they lived together for like seven or eight years and it never come like come into thought with both of them it's like a completely different situation to what I would have been like if if I was single and I had a woman living with me that I would, I'll just, I don't know. I would not be able to cope with it, innit? Yeah. No. It's that temptation, innit? Like that. Will it? Mm, will it? And she probably and then, like, every situation the shit out of me and I'll just ruin everything. <laughs> but it would, it, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same here. So it, we're not necessarily the best people to get advice from on this situation. But I think the situation is you need to speak to... What did we call her? Cassidy. <laughs> I can't remember. Cassidy. What? Is it Cassidy? No, that's not right. Cassandra. No, it was something Cassandra. weird. Cassandra. Cassandra. That sounds about right, yeah. Speak to Cassandra. <laughs> See what she's saying. <laughs> and um, let us know how it goes, because I'll be quite interested to find out how whether she does. I ha- I might, I think 80% of my brain is saying she's probably going to tell you that she just wants to be friends and you're helping her through a breakup. Yeah, yeah, and no, I please email in. Like, we give the advice and stuff like that, but it's always nice to hear what happens, and so, like the listeners like to hear as well, like what's going on. It's, I mean, yeah, that lamp but, um, went on for months before we actually got an answer on it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously we had the the woman at the beginning, our first ever emailer in, oh, yeah. who's now dating the guy we were talking about. But um, if it doesn't work out. Email us in. We can talk about it again. We'll we'll get you through it, man. That's what we're here for. Quite happily to uh, to help in any way. That's what I say. Yeah. Do and if she we'll rejects you, I'm quite happy to sit here and swear about it for five minutes. It's fine. <laughs> we'll do our best to uh, give advice. Sometimes we feel I like I don't know about you, Dan, but sometimes I feel out of my depth. Do you know, like when we had the domestic violence question. And I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, what it was like really sort of like, yeah, dancing around it. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be because the way I would be in real life would be like, for tell him to fuck off, fuck you, fuck like, put this, put this, put like an injunction against him. But you have to be like more amicable than that, and like sometimes yeah, because it's hard she's to gonna have back. feelings for him. Yeah, and she's got feelings yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. But I think we do better than uh, than the devil. That's what we're going to call her from now because I'm not giving her no more fucking publicity. <laughs> the devil. 
Yeah, I think we get. I think hers are more. Uh, you know, like when you've done a job for so long, like your responses get. Yeah, she's complacent. More and more. Yeah. Yeah. Where we get more in depth and and uh, we get down to it, and we have life experience. She's just a fucking robot in it. That's just like printing it out. What I would like, what like I would like it. to yeah. say is, I feel as though because I know there's like a fucking room of little weirdos behind that uh, cat, that thing, dear Deirdre, yeah. So mm-hmm. we are better than that. We're better than a room of people. So come to us, people, and we'll fucking <laughs> get us in the sun, innit? <laughs> Could you imagine if we had our own like fuck it? <laughs> we take over a job, like literally. Just see That's us right. We can be there. the new um, loose women. We we'll get our own morning show. They tried that once on. with men. Yeah, but loose men just sounds like you've got bowel problems. I don't think they call it loose men. I think they call it something else. <laughs> but apparently it didn't go well because obviously they were just moaning about fucking football and stuff. Oh, yeah, see, I'm not bothered about that. It's hard as well because we try and be honest and um, you don't want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah, like that whole thing. That email made me angry because I've been in that situation. I know that women do that. Yeah. Like, if I did that, say, like, you're a woman and, I'm, and I've am and i gone for a breakup, I wouldn't just come to you and, and like, hug you and stuff like that. I would be open. And I'd, I suppose that's a guy thing. I'd just be like, I've just broken up. Can we bang? I don't want to come around and, and give you a cuddle because I feel depressed. I just want to have sex or something. Yeah, but I think that's I, I think that's, that's when me. I think that's when needs differ. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think for women, I could be wrong in this, and I could be fucking slated for this, but I think women, it's more an emotional need. Where for men, we're a bit more like dogs, and we just need like the yeah. fucking. That's an intellect thing. I think we're like savage. Yeah, it's like you need the connection with another person, and then once it's done, you feel better. Whereas women, because they have you know, a higher intellect. They need more of a connection. Yeah. They feel safe. And I like the danger. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like, come in this bush. We'll go in this bush and do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mate, I've got it fucking happily. Quite fucking happily. We've discussed my outdoor activities before. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was quite... I, I, I like that question. I think it was quite a nice. We we get a lot of like jokey and stuff like that, but you know we're quite happy to take serious questions because they make you they they take the podcast episode a little different. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? And that's just sort of like laughing and making dick jokes and stuff like that. It is good to have a proper conversation about what's going on. Yeah, it's the first episode in a while we haven't gone down the dick route, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we must have mentioned Dick in this episode. I'm sure the fuck we have. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Oh, still time. <laughs> <laughs> right, this week's this week's Dick of the Week. We just start whipping out fucking pictures. Oh man, that'd be so weird if we went on YouTube. You could do that. Do you imagine just bringing up someone's penis and being like, which actor <laughs> connects to this penis? <laughs> <laughs> be like the shaft is slightly longer than normal but the bell end is uh... <laughs> fucking hell here you go see I knew it would come back because I'm now I'm thinking I'm thinking like can you imagine what Terry Cruz's penis looks like do you think it's like as muscly as he is 
Oh, no. I think Terry Crews' penis is nearly inverted. 100%. Nah, do you remember in White Chicks when he's like putting people in wheelchairs? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's close to the truth, man. I fucking 100% think? that's close to the truth. Yeah, yeah. I think anyone that roids up is Pull fucking on. got fuck all going on. Has he ever been proven to be roided up? Well, they've all admitted it, didn't they? Like, uh, Arnie said that back when they were bodybuilding, which would be around the same time as Terry Crews, he was probably about 20 years later or 15 years later, all bodybuilders used it because it wasn't illegal at that point. Mm. So, Stallone... You see, the thing, like, people get really annoyed annoyed by it, but I don't think... He's not competing in anything or anything like that because they say about the rocks are not a natty, don't they? Yeah. Well, they all take testosterone. They all take testosterone, which is... Yeah, but that's because when you get to like 35, 40, you, you start producing less. Yeah. But it, like what people don't realize is if, you, if you're safe with your cycles that you go through with steroids, then it's not going to affect your health too much. Yeah. And you have to take like counteractive stuff because it affects your liver. You have to take counteractive tablets and stuff like that. Now, if the likes of Arnie were doing it back then and has been doing it for years and they're still alive, it just goes to show that the people that go too far are the people that die from steroid abuse. It does affect your mood. Yeah, yeah. That is massive, because I know a few guys that are on it, and they sometimes... Yeah, it gives you, like, all your shoulders are, like, really spotty, and then they? Yeah. Like, proper acne. And when they come off of it, if no. they stop working out, they just turn into, like, a blob. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> it all Fucking disappears hell. really quickly. That's mental. I had no idea. But um, I was gonna go somewhere with the camera. I was talking about now. We went from not talking about penises to talking about penises, talking about musty penises. Then we went to <laughs> anabolic steroids. Then somehow Jamie's got more knowledge on that than he should do. And then we've now come to a stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking something must have been something to do with Terry Crews, but it's it's gone. Was it something to do with like an upcoming film? They got the new um, Expendable. Uh, Expend- is Expendables coming out with uh, Jackie Chan as the bad guy, aren't they? No way! I didn't even know they were going to make another one. Yeah, it's going to be fucking quality. Jackie Chan doesn't play bad guys. No, I thought I had it then, but it's gone. Um, so that's going to be really fucking good. Even though, did you watch the Samaritan? Yeah, man, I enjoyed that. So did I. People were fucking slating it, and I think to myself, but what did you expect? It's a, it's an unknown right. superhero played by a fucking seventy five year old man, yeah. It's the story that it was going to be, and do you know what? I didn't see that twist coming until it actually happened. So, I did. I saw it really right at the beginning. Did you? Well, I enjoyed the fact that I yeah. didn't know it, and I just, I don't, I don't know soon, why. There's always, it. yeah. As soon as they say twins, you're like, it's okay, gone. there it is right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to say what it is because everyone knows that they're. But yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, but no, I thought it was good. We're talking about the, the action was the really same good. year that Four Love and Thunder come out. So Four Love and Thunder was like <sighs> an overly jokey Marvel fucking. Like I enjoyed it as a Red. film, but they ruined like Gore the what is his name Gore the God Killer or whatever it is. They ruined him as a character. Oh right? yeah, because he's such a dark character. They put him in a fucking jokey Guardians of the Galaxy film, basically. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. 
they could have done a really dark film and went gritty, went DC, which is, as you know, that's what I always like. I like the like gritty DC films. But um, when uh, the Samaritan come out, it's a bit like Glass. Uh, it reminded me of Glass and uh, Unt- Unbreakable and stuff like that. It's like an unknown hero. And like it's his own thing, isn't it? It's like a completely different world. You don't have to worry about any like mm-hmm. previous lore or anything like that. It's just it's a good story. I think it was, I thought it was no, good I thought story. it was good. Yeah, here's what it is. The action was good. It looked good. What, what more do you want? People are so fucking picky, right? I now. love the sledgehammer. What do you want? The sledgehammer was like this. Yeah. yeah. And I've just started watching the Punisher. The TV what, the... show. No, because there isn't a new one, is there? No. But I'm watching it with the Charlotte. The second season was better than the first season. I'm watching it with Charlotte because um, I can't. I don't. I think I may. I may have not bothered watching it when it originally came out. I, I think I watched the first mm. episode and didn't carry on. So I'm watching it with Charlotte, and the Punisher is my favourite comic book character of all time. So when I was watching that, oh shit, that was another question. Was it? Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no carry on because it's not the question but carry on with what oh, you're right, saying right. and then I'll, I'll bring the question in yeah he's my he's my favourite character of all time so um, when I saw him fucking people up on screen because I didn't realise they'll go with that graphic but they did and I was like yeah oh yeah mate that's, second I, season I avoided man. it because it's Marvel isn't it but yeah the first season was a bit dry like they, it was a lot of action at the beginning and a lot of action at the end but the second season because they're not explaining anything just fucking the whole thing it's insane. Do you know he's got a podcast? Really fucking good. I have seen a couple of videos, yeah, of him having a podcast. Yeah. He's got a Paramount Plus show called The American Gigolo. Yeah, that's just come out, yeah. I haven't watched it because obviously I'm addicted to that's Yellowstone. It's a remake of like... something else, apparently. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, yeah, so uh, the guy says on a lesser serious note that he knows we're comic book fans hence the artwork uh, he says if you were given powers any power that you could choose what would it be uh, now I've watched a video about this and I'll explain it after your uh, your power <laughs> um, who is it that said this because I didn't see this was it the first question the second question no the second oh was that guy mm-hmm. um I'd probably be, do you know, like the Nightcrawler, but I don't want the blue skin and the tail and all that shit. Oh, you want to teleport? I so like... you want to be Jumper? Yeah, essentially, yeah, but without the people chasing me. Like, I could do my own thing in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I could link that up with, like, what Wolverine's power is where you don't die and you just live forever, if I could have a bit of both... That'd be my perfect superpower. See, there's that whole thing about whatever power you've got, there's got to be an alternate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like ice, flash. fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I tell about the video I see, my power would be ice. Ice? Yeah. That's a strange one. I don't know why, I just, I just fucking love it. And plus, it's a fucking chick magnet. <laughs> The first X-Men, the first X-Men when he puts his hand on her desk and he makes a little um, 
icicle ice rose yeah. for her <laughs> yeah she she almost slipped off that fucking school chair i tell you right uh, <laughs> like he knew what he was doing the dirty bastard um no i like the cold and i just i, I don't know i just the ice man has always been a character that i've really even though i've got a tattoo of the green lantern yeah um i don't think i'd want his power i just think i don't know ice man's just so fucking cool what's his actual just, name uh, is it ice man it is Iceman, yeah. So what's the... He should have had his own fucking called? movie. Um, Can't be Flame Man, surely. No, it's not. Um, Pyro. Pyro, that's it. Um, yeah, so I was watching this video. I can't remember. They, it used to be a, a video a series they used to do with like, these four nerds sitting like a calf when it's closed. Mm. Um, I don't know if you ever saw that. But they did an episode about superpowers and they decided that the best overall superpower is um zach from saved by the bell i don't even know what that was you know he could stop time oh that is a good superpower yes do you remember because they, they said he stopped time and there was no repercussions it would just stop there's no need for anything else he could move about and stuff like that and then just restart time where it was it wouldn't affect anything else there was no need for a bad guy because no one knew that he was doing it. That is, yeah. You know what I mean, so it was like the ultimate power to be able to stop time with no repercussions, no like like with jumper, no men chasing you and shit. Um, this is going to be like really obscure reference, yeah. <laughs> but I remember when I was, I can't remember what the kid. I think the kid was called Ben. Yeah, when I when I was young, there used to be a kid that had the stopwatch. On children's oh, TV. Oh, no, Bernard's Watch. Bernard's Watch, there you go. And he used to be yeah. able to stop and start with that watch, innit? Yeah. Stop stop and start time with Mate, the watch. the amount of times I thought to myself, just go into the women's changing rooms. <laughs> just go into the women's changing rooms. See, you go straight Because <laughs> that come out when I was in school. down the wrong route, wouldn't you? You go straight down that route. <laughs> yeah. That's why I've never been given it. <laughs> 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 that Full, TV show was great. It like, went a bit fucking off key, but like this is Dan the rapist. <laughs> just... No, I didn't say about touching anyone. I just want to go in there when they're undressing and then leave again. I'm quite happy just to have a look. I just be the voyeur. Is that what it's called? A voyeur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm too paranoid to be anything else but a voyeur. <laughs> now. Bernard's watch. I would love. I would. Yeah, Bernard's watch. That's a throwback, isn't it? He was like a little blonde yeah. kid. I remember there was like a milkman. Or Same time as um, the Queen's nose. Did you ever watch that? Rings the, the, bell. the girl that had a fifty p piece, and she rubbed the nose of the Queen, and it, it granted her a wish. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Queen's nose. And there was that woman that TV I, right I found out she died the other year, last year, I think. Where it was her and a little dog, a little white dog. They used to go up on a plane, and they used. To... Oh shit! Yeah, they used to go on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Can you imagine the Americans so listening to this what right now? now? Just be like, what is this British shit going? On? Oh mate, they'd be googling it and they'd be addicted. Bernard's watch and the Queen's nose was classic English TV. They were like, almost as good as um. Rosie and Jim. Rosie and Jim, uh, Flower Pot Men, uh, Basil. The garden lion thing. Um, what else was there? What's the a bagpuss? Bagpuss, yeah. 
That was like a purple Backless. and like purple and pinky. White. Uh, white and pink. White, white and, and pink, pink yeah. Uh, cat. I remember, uh, this is like, yeah. oh, mate. What about Mr. Ben, the hitman? Oh, he used to love He was him, a fucking hitman. He used to... <laughs> Mr. He, ben had a, a, different a, a different job every fucking every week. Time, yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking hitman. When you look back at it now, he was a fucking hitman. <laughs> I used to love... My obsession when I was a kid, yeah, was literally... Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like I would watch Courage the Cowardly Dog until, oh, yes, until the cows. We've talked about we've talked about shows before, didn't we? Yeah, we did yeah, that yeah. We never brought Earth any of these Jim, real British yeah. ones up there, have we? I suppose Courage is not a British one, but I was going to say, yeah, no, I don't think Courage is a. That was uh, Cartoon Network. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? <laughs> oh fuck! I love Bodger and Badger. Yeah, the the mashed potato. Yeah, he, he loved mashed potato. mashed potato. He was always in the fucking airing cupboard, didn't it? They'd be looking for him. He's in the airing cupboard. Yeah, eating. I'll tell you right now, if if the Americans and Canadians that listen have never tried smash, fucking best thing ever. Quick mashed potato. It's powder. Creating mixed World it with fucking War II water. for the soldiers. Oh, so good, so fucking good. I've never. Sometimes eaten it. I crave it. I've never eaten it. Fuck off. No. Right, there's another video for my birthday. I'm going to buy a packet of Smash. And me and Jamie are going to have a taste test. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like, like, I really don't like mashed potato. So if it tastes like plain mashed potato, I'm going to kill myself. It's weird. It's 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 more like um, paste. That's even if worse. you imagine eating wallpaper paste. And you enjoy that. <laughs> oh, mate. It's fucking banging. Oh, mate. Fucking banging. Do you like Spam? Oh, yeah, any day. Um, I can't. I don't remember. The, I think my granddad gave it to me when I was younger, but I can't. It's just ham, isn't it? It's yeah, it's ham, but not cut up. Yeah, and it's like because the when, um, you, Asians when you put use it out the tin, it's like... the shape of the tin is fucking disgraceful. Yeah, but that's the same as corned beef. Yeah, but that's why I hate corned beef as well. I can't stand it. Fuck off! Corned beef is fucking amazing. I don't even know if the American have you ever had corned, corned beef, beef hash. Have you ever had corned beef hash? Yeah, they'll know what corned beef is. Like when you when you're poor in England, right, and you're like a single parent, Jamie won't understand this. You make a thing called you called uh, corned beef hash, and it's corned beef. You cube potatoes and then deep fry them so they're crispy, and then you fry the the corned beef, crack an egg in it, so it all gets together, and then you put the uh, the potato in it and you mix it all together and it makes this like. Crispy potato, corned beef. Oh, so fuck. you say so you good. say that I wasn't poor, Dan, but I was very similar to that. No, what... I'm saying single parent. <laughs> <laughs> we had a very similar dish. We used to call it potato pie, yeah? And right. potato pie was chopped up potatoes in exactly the same situation with egg and a little bit of milk. And it'd be like a kind of omelette with a fucking bits of potato in it. And that's what we used to have. Oh when, yeah. When I knew my, I always knew my mum was close to payday in it. When uh, <laughs> when we used to get potato pie in it. I because I always knew my dad was paid on the fourteenth. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. it would be like the tenth, and I'm eating potato pie. I'll be like, oh, there's three days of potato pie coming. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard before. Is that like a Scottish Irish thing or like? I think it's Irish. I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. Like it tastes really good. I've I've tried to recreate it a few times, but I keep fucking it up. Like the potatoes are always way too hard and stuff. They must be cooking it for ages. 
Or maybe they cook the potatoes. I have to get your mum to make that when I come down so I can try it because that sounds fucking amazing. It's good anyway. And then we'd have that and like stew. Mm. Like when I was a kid, like my mum's not the best cook, can it? She's not the best cook. Like I'll give her a prop. She can cook like the classic Irish dishes quite well, but anything past that, it was like the best we had was spaghetti bolognese, and that was fucking like basic. Do you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> I remember growing up and just literally hating the day when roasts were. It was a Sunday, and my brother Kieran used to sit at the top of the stairs crying because he didn't want to come downstairs and eat the roast because we we'd wake up to the smell of boiling cabbage because <laughs> we grew up in an Irish household oh. slash Scottish <laughs> household, yeah. You'd wake up to the smell of boiling cabbage, and they'd be boiling that from fucking like eight in the morning or whatever before we woke up. Oh man, smell of farts. Yeah, stinks of farts. And then they'd have swede on the go. They'd have like other shit on the go. That Fuck, I, I love swede. Yeah, but I, I hate all of this stuff now because of the situation. And then like, ah, uh. my mum would like put a joint in the oven, save it's like a a joint of beef, yeah. It'd be in the oven for nine hours before you fucking eat it, Dan. So it'd, it'd be completely cremated. It'd come out and it's grey. It's like a grey husk <laughs> of a piece of fucking meat. And uh, <laughs> um, as kids, that traumatised me. So I, I, for a long time, until I met Charlotte, thought I didn't like beef at all. I literally only ate chicken. And when I Beef's met really hard, though. Like If, if you do say. overcook it, yeah, it's really fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, it is. When it's that grey colour, it's mm. fucking yeah. it's rough. Yeah, it's like rough, it's like leather, isn't it? Like it's really like fibrish. Yeah, and yeah, like... yeah. And um yeah. I went to a steak restaurant with Charlotte, like a posh steak restaurant for the first time and had like steak cooked the way it should be cooked. <laughs> and I was like, This is like a totally different meat <laughs> 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 And I fucking enjoyed it and like I ain't turned back since then, but um I remember Kieran had an ex-girlfriend that was a vegan and she mm. turned up to mum and dad's house just as they were serving up their uh, Sunday roast, which was a fucking like a gallon joint or something. And they were like using the cutter on the joint and the meat was like falling apart as it was coming off, like not in a good way, like literally just falling off because it, like, it was so fucking dry. <laughs> and she was like... <laughs> she, oh, I man. Kieran saying my vegan girlfriend's looking at this <laughs> just watching this like meat being absolutely cremated and now it's a fucking mess oh man it's fucking brilliant <laughs> I um I follow a lot of people on Instagram that do like like they hunt mushrooms oh yeah, yeah, yeah have you seen the mushroom that they they cut up that's like meat no and they yes yeah, it looks fucking banging man it's like they slice it up it's it looks the same sort of color and then they fry it and it's supposed to have the same sort of like toughness to it when you eat it so it makes you feel like you're eating meat so it's kind of like a jackfruit situation i don't mind jackfruit mum always turns her nose up at it but jackfruit's all right it's just barbecue isn't it yeah pretty much they just cover it in barbecue sauce yeah it's essentially it's essentially like a pulled pork situation yeah, exactly, yeah. There's a place near me that does um, jackfruit, uh, jacket potato. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite, uh, yeah, it's alright. And the uh, Goodfellas do a jackfruit pizza, vegan pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good as well. 
How the fuck of this fucking episode, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here fucking. We've gone on a tangent about food, and I was like, how the fuck do you go from cock superpowers to now we're talking about fucking vegan pizza? Oh fuck! I forgot we started with superpowers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was so enveloped <laughs> in that conversation. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dan! Here you go. Have a, a cock vegan pizza. Oh, you were asking me earlier about. Um, because I said it was my birthday and you were asking about bad and good birthdays. For my 18th birthday, I think it was, my mum got me a fucking tit cake. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's how good <laughs> my family is. Yeah, it was a it was a bust, a woman's chest, and you had to take the bra off it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was fucking bad. Like if a, I can find the picture, I'll... One of them edible bra- bras or something that you could get off of. No, I, I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. It must have been. I don't remember having a fucking bra laying around in here. <laughs> but yeah, she got me a fucking boob cake. So fucking good. Um, saying about worst birthdays, I can't remember. It was the the birthday before I moved up here. Um, I was with my ex. And you know how that's going to go now. Oh, and um, she was with her son. And she lived quite far away. It only just passed my driving test like three three weeks before, something like that. And um, everything was going fine. And then my ex-girlfriend posted a thing on my Facebook saying, Happy birthday. I can't remember what it was. Something like, you're the greatest. So I still talked to my ex. So it was to me, it was nothing. And then uh, I just remember getting a fucking message from her, having a fucking go at me. I'm like, what are you on about? Oh, how can you still be mates of your ex? I'm like, it's not like a fucking seer or something. Like, she just sent me a birthday message. What's the fucking point? Mm. And I had to get into mum's car. And because I, I was so frustrated, I kept stalling it. <laughs> I was trying to drive 20 minute fucking drive. And every time I stopped the traffic lights, I kept stalling it. And I couldn't figure out why it weren't working. <laughs> I finally fucking got there. And I had to spend two hours convincing her that I wasn't banging my fucking ex. For her to then just get over it like nothing. Fucking hell, man. That was the worst birthday I can think of. Like, what a fucking drama. I just want to go to bed. I had work the next day, I'm pretty sure, as well. I had to to sleep there because it was so late by the time we stopped arguing. Drive the car back to mum's because she needed to go to work in the morning. And then ride my fucking bike to the fucking co-op down the road I, f- I briefly remember you describing this to me back in the day and I remember thinking what the fuck is he going through right now do you know what I mean yeah. and then I decided to move her all the way to Scotland but you know that would be a clear sign to fucking drop that right there but no I decided to move her 400 miles up <laughs> well, you can't say you didn't try then you can't say you didn't fucking try with that situation well if Dan's one thing he's definitely a trier <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I don't I don't think I've really had any bad birthdays I think the worst birthday I had was um, it was, I wouldn't even say it was bad I, thought, I think it's just a memorable memory for me now but like I remember we went bowling in the galaxy this is when I was a really young kid and the galaxy yeah. was like the local like leisure centre type situation where there was like a cinema bowling alley whatever and um, my brother decided to crack his head open on a fucking coffee table hours before we were supposed to go. Jesus fuck. 
So we were all there waiting for him to turn up and he turned up with stitches in his head. But then we found out dad had been questioned by the fucking... <laughs> by like the domestic fucking people hell. because Aaron had gone in, he had his, he dislocated his arm, swinging out of my mum's hand when he was young. He dislocated his own arm, like really pulling away from her and dislocated his own arm. He cracked his head open <laughs> twice and it got a massive split on his like... Eye line, which he's still got a scar to now. So they thought my dad was battering mm. him, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, I would be that parent as well that'd be like, Yeah, when he gets home, I'm gonna give him a fucking lashing <laughs> as a joke. And I'd be like, Shit. <laughs> so I remember my dad being horrified, didn't it? And my dad had to take the blame. They were like, Oh, did you play rough and tumble with your son? But all Aaron did was run and headbutt a fucking coffee table, innit? And my dad was like, yeah, it's time to go, it's time to go. And then, like, he got interviewed by these people before he could take him away. I was like, fucking hell, man. And I was, like, That's probably amazing. about 11 years old. I had enough comprehension to know what was going on. But to me, that ruined my birthday that day, and I cried for fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the days of crying on your birthday, man. Fucking hell. Mm. <clears throat> nah. This weekend, man, it's going to be fucking nothing but laughs. I bought a board game for us. Oh, really? I can't understand the, the questions, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's something to do with, like... It's like a Pictionary, but you're supposed to draw badly. Deliberately. So you're supposed to, like... Everyone's got their own thing that they can pick to draw, and then you, like, sort of, like, make a story out of it. Oh, okay. And then something like the person that gets the most points are the ones that, like, draw the worst. Okay, so it's quite different. But I'm just going to... There was a thing that said flossing, and I just had in my image. I'm just going to draw draw like two circles with like a line going through it, so it looks like the the towel's going across your ballsack. <laughs> <laughs> you deliberately put that in for yourself oh, now because you've already thought up of it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get that fucking flossing thing, you'll be drawing the same fucking picture. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's going to be good, man. But um. Before Jamie signs off, keep an eye on our socials and stuff because we'll be doing a few things while we're together. Um, I haven't ironed it down, but we'd definitely be slapping each other with with raps. <laughs> now I have to taste some smash by the sounds of it. Oh yeah, I've got to get some smash, and I might even see if I can find some like hot things for us to try because I'm really bad with spice. I think that'd be quite funny. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we'll definitely do some things to so keep an eye on that, but I'll I'll let Jamie sign off before we do our our talent of the week. Right, the moral of that story is the moral of that episode is apologise when you've had a bad Monday because people are just dealing with your shit basically. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> on top of that, if you're in the friend zone, nip it in the bud, nip it in the bud, create some boundaries, find out what's going on with her. We've seen so many go- men go through so much pain being stuck in a friend zone. We do not want to see any more men go through it. And, of course, two men no hope always ends up on dicks and balls. And that's how we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> as well as many tangents along Muscly the way. Muscly dicks this time. <laughs> <laughs> Muscly penises is the way to go. But um, if you've got anything, send it in to us as quickly as possible because like the questions we had today 
were sent in to us just in time for this recording. Sometimes we record earlier in the week. So if you've got any questions or any like advice or anything that will help us with content on the show, send it in to twomennohope at gmail.com. I'll pass it over to you, Dan. Thanks, man. So this week on uh, No Hope Has Got Talent, we have a band called Bluebird that was sent in. We were waiting for their new single, but I think they've had a bit of trouble getting it mastered and that, so we're just going to give the song they've sent. Um, so they've given us quite a long bio, um, but I'm just going to nip it down. Nip it down for the show. Nip it down. Uh, so they say... <laughs> Uh, Folk has a new urban twist with Midlands-based folk pop duo Bluebird fresh from supporting the Christians and Ian McNabb. Described as creators of tunes that glue themselves into your consciousness. Bluebird's song cover... See, here's what I was saying about words that I haven't seen written down before. M. Maraid? Maraid? Embroid? Ah, fuck those. Of themes included <laughs> errant lovers, refugees, social media, and modern day paranoias, all delivered through the alluring melodies that you cannot forget. Um, they give off a lot of uh, tour dates and things like that, but they say they've included the MP3 of our new song, Get On Board, taken from our second album, Find Your Way, originally released in 2020. It's been, it is about being grateful for what you have. A celebration of family, which I think is quite good for this episode, just to appreciate everything you've got and uh, and just sort of go with it because that's life, isn't it? Right? You can't. You always wish for more, but just appreciate what you have. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys sending a song in. Hopefully, you enjoy the episode. If not, this is your bit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love a good bit of folk music, so this was right up Mally when they sent it in. I did enjoy it. Hope you guys like the episode. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm looking forward to listening to their new one. Um, Hope you guys enjoy. Please like, subscribe, stars, email in. We want to hear from you guys, man. You're listening. We want to hear about it. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll catch you then. I woke up this morning, I looked out to sea I saw a blue boat coming, coming towards me Get on board, mister, there's a world to see Don't miss this ride, sunshine, get on board with me I saw many wonders, strange people did I meet And on my endless journey, I longed to rest my feet But something kept me moving, would not let me be No, no Don't miss this ride, sunshine, get on board with me And you sing, do 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 
la chicha, 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 I looked at the horizon, I was on my own, I couldn't find direction, I couldn't see my home, but then I heard you calling, calling out to me. Get the right sunshine Come on home to me And I say For all that I can see For the treasure that I long for It all rests with me Oh yeah Forget the right sunshine Get on board with me Forget the right sunshine Get on board with me Sing. 